Because you got to think, those profiles, for someone who doesn't know you, your social media profiles are like a representation of who you are. Hello again, and welcome back to the Student Pack Podcast. I'm your narrator, Mike Browning. Today, we're sitting down with students from Mountain View High School and Riverview High School to talk about the negative and positive impact social media can have on your life. This episode is following up on a recent PSA released by the Student Pack called Social Warning. The short film stars our very own Chloe Lester and tells the story of a young girl who unfortunately failed to think before she posted. We hope you enjoy today's episode and thank you for tuning in to the Student Pack Podcast. All right, cool. Another episode, Season 2, Student Pack Podcast. Thank you guys for doing this. I know Saturdays are... I mean, I, I was young. I was a teenager at one time, and I loved all my free time on Saturday. So the fact that you guys are here hanging out, you know, contributing to this program this is really awesome. This is my awesome. last Saturday. I will be free <laughs> until New Year's. So. Last Saturday. So, yeah, tell me a little bit what you're going to be doing, TJ. Next. Next. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. This Tuesday coming up, I will be singing in Charleston for the governor's wife. And they invited me back to the Capitol to sing again. Sweet, man. That's amazing. Congratulations. I'm nervous. Are you nervous? Yeah. And then, it's like, Tuesday I'll be busy. The next next Saturday, I'll, next Saturday, I have three things going on. Because Maurice Grappley asked me to sing up, sing for the football team at Mount View. I have to sing at open mic night at the Sterling, and then I have to go to an activity scene that night. And sing at the nativity scene too? No, they no. I'm in the nativity scene. Oh, sweet! Oh, gotcha. cool, man. And all that's right here in McDowell, right? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Except, well, except for the Charleston thing. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, well, I, I, gotta, governor. I gotta go out of county. Awesome, man. Well, I mean the the fact that the fact that you're getting more and more opportunities to sing in front of people is awesome. I think you're taking that in the right direction. Congratulations, man. All right, thank you. Cool. All right. So spinning into uh, social media, this episode is releasing sort of coinciding with uh, a PSA that we just did for McDowell County Schools. And Chloe hey. is the star and she did awesome. So uh, you, you guys are young and I, I remember a time I'm 31. I remember a time when social media wasn't a thing. It, it, it just it didn't exist. I wasn't I mean, I was a teenager when it started to become a thing. There was like different messenger sites and things like that. But when I was young, young. I mean, you had to, like, get on your bike and ride to your friend's house if you wanted to talk to them or call them. So uh, it's a totally different world. So what do you guys think are the positives and negative impacts of social media on society these days? Anybody can go first. Just jump in whenever. Chloe, I think you got this. You were the one who started it. <laughs> um, I have to stay connected with my cheer team and my cheer coach so that we know what games to go to, what uniform to wear. And it's the same thing with, like, my relatives. Um I don't have like a very close one set family like there's a lot of people that's like spread out across the world that I'm related to you know because I've got family in New Mexico I've got family in New York I've got family that's like maybe a state over but I can't just go see them you know mm -hmm. <clears throat> so being able to keep them posted on what's going on in my life I mean that helps out a lot so um, the next time I see them you know they know what's going on negatives <sighs> I don't know I don't get involved in stuff, but I mean, you see how almost everyone little fights happen on the internet and stuff. And everyone can school. see what you post, no matter what. Even yeah. if you delete it, it's still going to be there. That's yeah, a good point. you guys. And it's the same thing. Like, 
I probably witness a lot of stuff, and then I come to school and I see how it like goes you, down, and it's awful. <laughs> so like watching from the sidelines, it's it's kind of a watch, negative. Um, watch, watch from the sidelines, get you some popcorn while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> watch from the sidelines. It's fight night. <laughs> watch from there, it's kind of negative. So you don't uh, want that atmosphere. So yeah. Ma- uh, Mandalorian spoiler, spoilers, you guys have seen the, the Baby Yoda memes, right? Yeah. Speaking of social media, Stop. one of the funniest ones that I saw the other day was, have you seen the one where he's holding the little bowl of soup? Yes. All right. Well, he's holding the little bowl of soup and it said uh, something like that face you make when you see total strangers fighting on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought that was so, it was so, it's such an innocent meme, but I really started thinking about that. I'm the concept of people that don't know each other at all. Uh-huh. And the only interaction you have with them is a fight. You may never see that person again, or what you might never see the person at all, or may never speak to that person again in your entire life. And the one interaction you chose to have was a bad one. And people consciously do that every single the time they log oh, in. God, wow. So a, a good positive, like you were mentioning, is like it, it can serve essentially a, like a digital scrapbook. You can yeah. keep in touch mm-hmm. with family members. Yeah. What do you why do you think it is that why do you think there's this urge to to always get wrapped up in negativity when you're online? What do you think what do you think that generates from? Why do you think that that's more popular than people, being nice with one another? Because people think their opinion's right no matter what even if it's wrong. They think their opinion's right. What do you think, Sam? That's a good question. Um I don't know. Uh, I feel like people sometimes just like experiencing I feel like people just sometimes like experiencing the negativity almost I guess you could say like that or like causing a fight because like you know like even back in like high school and middle school you always had like kids who would like instigate fights and like liked watching it and stuff like that yeah I feel like those people just grew up and then got social media accounts I used to be one of those kids by the way (laughs) Sam you know what I'm talking about (sighs) I feel like I feel like I feel like nowadays it, it it can it can create some real anxiety among among kids in junior high and high mm-hmm. school because if you if you've gotten into like an argument or a spat online and you know all evening I got to see this person tomorrow I'm going to see this person whether it's in the morning or at lunch I feel like that there's just a general sense of anxiety that comes along with that like we, back in the day if you if you got into an argument or a little combat or a spat with someone like at school or if you weren't in school, it was probably over the phone or in person at the park, and it was done. So by the time you went to school the next day, you guys were cool. It wasn't it's a big deal. Yeah, but I feel like I, I feel like there's just like this, it's a playground for anxiety, which I, is uh, not good. I just have anxiety in general, so <laughs> it all just mixes together. Like you just can't separate what types of anxiety. <laughs> just social. We're all about nerves. Social, social anxiety, people. That reminds me of this Tyler the Creator tweet where he says, "Why is cyberbullying even a thing? Just walk away from the screen." <laughs> it was so funny. Dude, that's so real. That's so, that's, that's so that real. Sense, I mean, it's, but it's a point. That I makes mean, sense. Or just it's block up to the you person. whether if you like take it or not. All right, Chloe. Well, tell us a little bit about um, your experience with the the PSA that we just filmed and oh, what kind of okay. what kind of what kind of time you had with it. Um. Well doing it within those two days also it is so crazy that two days turns into six minutes I just wanted I I wanted to point that out that was so crazy I was like oh my gosh I spent all this time I can absolutely relate to that by the the time by the time time you see the cut it's crazy how much work goes into that little falling over and over again huh Um, but the experience (laughs) I enjoyed it like I I really did. Having to be tripped by uh, by Jillian. Oh, yeah, by the way, how do your shins feel? Well, they feel a lot better now. (laughs) 
That feels so good on the day. <laughs> yeah. Big so Sam, that Sam, didn't have to happen to me. Sam, Sam experienced physical trauma. Physical trauma, yes. And Chloe experienced emotional trauma. And her, <laughs> she's really trying hard to get this job. So uh, as far as the filmmaking process, how did you, what was something that surprised you about, about all that? Um, what surprised me about everything was kind of like um, seeing, seeing how things work. Uh, the best, the, what I learned from it is, you know, something's happened in the middle of the room, and I'm in the middle of the room. But y'all, the people that film it, actually like get it from all four corners. It's yeah. bad to be in the middle of the like, room. Like yeah. I just, I don't know. You watch movies on the big screen. You always thought that maybe they just had the perfect shot then and there, nope. and like they didn't think about getting it from other angles. But nope. No, you actually do that. So that's why it took so long to do it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> But with, like, working with people, um, I had to step out of, like, my own character and be, like, kind of mean, kind of, sort of. Like, um, the person I was working with, Miss Kate, I yeah. absolutely love her. I, she was, like, my second mom. I used to spend the night with her. Like, me and her son, Colton, were really good friends growing up. Um, and I've had her as a teacher. And, you know, on days that I just ain't feeling good, I'll just go up and sit with her in her classroom. Like, I love her to death. So, like, having to um, play the character that I was, I... Caught it made my heart hurt. <laughs> that's what I was. That's what I was going to ask you. How what was it like to kind of change that dynamic? Because you guys get along so well because you've known her so long, and you got to play this character that's just so snarky. And, <laughs> we're going to have and, to and, hang out and make <laughs> things up. Like we're going to have to bake cookies and have girl time because oh, it hurt. Well, it was it was it was really convincing. It, it worked, and she did she did a really awesome job too. Yeah, it was a it, it was a lot of fun, man. I think I think the idea of putting these kind of stories together in short film form. Is uh, I think I think it's really appealing, especially for for a younger audience, because mm-hmm. other students they know you guys personally. So when they see you acting out something cool like that, and mm-hmm. there's a really awesome and powerful mes- message driven in there, it's a lot different than just you know writing a blog or putting a post out. It's like man, right. this like a lot of time mm-hmm. and attention and effort when it goes into a project like that. I mean, it's like Chloe saying, I mean, those forty eight hours are crazy. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of that, you've got this, you know, you've got this cool, this cool message you can give out to all the students, man. I know uh, when we was in the school filming, there's been so many people asking me, when's it come out? What did you do? Can you tell me what's what's going on? And I'm like, uh, you know, like little short answers. I'm like, oh, it comes out this day. And I don't, da, 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 da. <laughs> I don't know. What's it about? Oh, I don't want to spoil it for you. But there's been so many people asking about it. Uh, I've actually had people. I've got, like, a lot of friends on Facebook just because, like, you know, things that I'm involved in, like, I've got a lot of connections, and there's been a lot of people from, like, you know, different places that are like, hey, I saw J.D.'s post, he uh, tagged you in it, talking about what you was, uh, what you guys were doing, like, what's up? And, you know, I have to explain uh, <clears throat> kind of sort of what it was about, and there's so many people that are so excited to see it come out. Yeah. Sweet, man. That's awesome. See, that's that's what I think the whole point of it about about it is, you know, because like in addition to there being a really awesome message there, like I said, it, it's it's you all's peers that are really invested in this sort of thing, you know. What kind of uh, what was this sort of the the post atmosphere reaction for you after your PSA drops? Uh, it was it was really positive. Like a lot of people telling me I did a really good job. It, it was it was all JD. <laughs> I, might, I might have bullied Sam a little bit about his shins, but like we're not going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you made a lot of appearances in the PSA too, didn't you, TJ? Yeah, I was one of the bullies. So if you guys if you guys had the option to watch like a live stream of one of your favorite artists performing 
on your computer on YouTube or go get engaged in something outside that was physically going to rejuvenate you, what would you do? What what option would you take? Probably watch a live stream. I'd, I'd live <laughs> stream. Probably, yeah, probably live stream. Yeah. Not going to lie. I got you. But, live stream it depends on who it is though i got you what's well what's one artist that you would that you would watch and and one artist opt to do that as opposed to go outside and do something it's kind of hard for me because i don't really listen to a lot it's hard for me because like i don't listen to rap like most people do i don't know why it i like some rap but it never stuck with me i got you I remember, I remember to find, I remember when you wanted to find new artists, you had to stay up. Like if you were into heavy metal, there was a show on MTV called Headbangers Ball, but it did not come on until 11 o'clock at night on MTV. So if you like heavy music, you know, and you're a young person, you got to stay up until 11 o'clock to hopefully see a new music video for an artist. And now it's like, was Vivo is a big thing? Like artists have Vivo accounts. I don't even know. I don't even think music videos are even that big of a deal anymore. A yeah. big deal anymore. Yeah. Like, this is going to sound bad. Like unless it's so like showing things, you know, like bad mm-hmm. things. Nobody's really going to watch it. Sure. Yeah. Like back in the old days, like when YouTube was like popping, like music YouTube videos just were started. they were so cool. Like you would just mm-hmm. sit there and watch them on repeat. And I mean, you know, I really enjoy enjoyed the experience of going into a record store and buying a CD. I yeah, think that that transaction, yeah, that, that transaction was really cool. But there's also there's also something really awesome about having something that someone else created readily accessible to you, so mm-hmm. you can indulge and support that kind of thing right away, as opposed to you know mm-hmm. having to go unless purchase. You, so there's ups and downs. Unless you're one of those people who pirate music. For me, when it comes to music, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was obsessed with Katy Perry. Taking the little peppermint little CD disc and putting it in a little CD player and you book to it for God knows how long. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that, that's what I did. Nice. And it's really funny now because like back then it was like I could listen to the same songs on repeat and I loved it. But now yeah, it's yeah. like where I have so much access to so many other things. It's like I, I can listen to the song maybe like three or four times and then I'm like, this is great. And then I by just the time I do it next week, I'm like, I hate this is song. She, is she still <laughs> doing stuff? Is Katy Perry still like an active yeah. Yeah, artist? Yeah, kind of, but she isn't. She isn't what she used to be. She's not fireworks. Right I got now. you. She's Fire, fireworks is your Katy Perry. Yeah. Sam, don't she dare start singing. The new version of her. She's okay. We miss the older. I or at you. least I do. I got you. I can understand that. But like, and do you, do you remember the books? The little zip. Oh gosh, you put your CDs. You don't. Yeah, yeah, like the big those, trapper keeps yes, coming from big folders. Yes, yeah, we yeah. Thousands of those. Y'all making me feel old. Thousands of those. <laughs> and who else did I used to listen to? Gosh, he sings that song, Paint Me a Birmingham. Oh, man. Yeah, the, the, con- the country artist. How come all you I have one of his CDs and we would play it on repeat. Like, oh, man, you I guys, can't remember. You, I, know, I know that song, though. Paint Me a Birmingham. I yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Just the way I play. Yeah. I never listened to music as a kid. Not gonna lie, I I, I started getting repeat, I, I started getting into road. music when I was yeah. I started getting into music when I was like ten or eleven. Really? Yeah. So my dad sang uh, in churches throughout the entire county. Me growing up, so like he, uh, my dad has he still has a huge vinyl collection. So like the first time I heard the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, I was three and four years old. I mean, I don't remember those sounds that early, but I was listening to that stuff when I was that small. I listen, I listen to a lot. I listen to a little bit of almost everything. I do listen to some rap, just not a lot. I'm very picky with what I with what I use and what I choose. Well, with your singing, TJ, I was going to ask you, swinging back to social media, mm-hmm. is it? Have you found that 
is it easier for you finding places to sing and getting more opportunities? Like, if you didn't have the internet or you didn't have access to social media, would internet. you have those opportunities? If I didn't have the internet and I didn't have social media, I wouldn't be where I am today. Okay. Hmm. Well, see, that, that, that's a really good point. So, like, it's opening up really awesome doors but I don't for really you. Use, but I don't really use social media much anymore unless I have to. Gotcha. So, or unless I'm bored. Gotcha. So to, 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 to finish it out, and I want each of you to go individually here, what do you think, how do you think you would adjust for going, if you went 30 days off the grid? Like say you locked your phone, well, in, 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 case, in, case, in case of emergencies, let's say you don't lock your phone away, but say you like just cut the Wi-Fi off and you don't use social media, you log out of everything for 30 days. Do you think it would give you a fresher perspective? Do you think you would feel anxious because you got to get back on there and find no. things out what do you think chloe, chloe can go first what do you think how do you think you would react to going 30 days without social media well when we did young wife you know they take away our phone <laughs> <Sam>. <laughs> they took away our phone and i i was pretty okay i mean we had things to do and yeah. i just had time to think and be with people uh i'm one of those people that if we got rid of our phones i would be a lot happier i feel like i feel like a lot of other people would be happy yeah but at the same time i get that some people need to be connected and where we live it's a rural area so yeah like, so everyone here 30, can 30 days without social everyone media here, everyone here can drive except for me right I can't. I can't drive. I'm scared to drive. Let's put it like that. Okay. Also, thirty days without without social media. I'm fine with that, except for one thing. One, my girlfriend would kill me because I, because she. So that's gets, how you talk to her. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's how I talk to her, and I would be in like some trouble with my family because that's the only way they could probably get a hold of me because when you're not home. Okay. When I'm not home. I got gotcha. you. Okay. What are you saying? Uh, you think but if I went 30 days without oh. social media, like Facebook or Twitter, it wouldn't really bother you. It you wouldn't think? really bother me. But like something like, but something like iMessage, message, like SMS for like Samsungs, y'all. Everyone knows, like people who have Androids. That's that's what we have. So you, you you would miss being able to communicate with like folks that you readily already communicate yeah. with. But as far as communicating with just random strangers on social media, you wouldn't that. care about that. I can't do that. Gotcha. All right, Sam. 30 days without social media you think you could do it and what do you think it would do to you I think I could do it I don't think I'm as like involved in social media as other people are but like your memes are cool didn't you thank do you thank you <laughs> I don't steal them by the way Lansing all original, all original how do you make memes um so I have a super basic kid app on my phone can you make some baby Yoda memes well, it's called a. Um, a. a meme generator and it gives you like a ton of templates a. that's cool you get yeah. a. all right one last one last thing to wrap up and then we'll take a break off social media mm -hmm. what would you guys say you can go individually or you guys can chime in whatever you i'm going back to uh, chloe's video what would you guys say to someone who has some opportunities on the horizon but they're a very avid social media user and they typically post some things that you might not think are conducive to a productive career ahead what would you guys what kind of advice would you guys give to someone using social media like that stop it <laughs> get some help <laughs> stop it get help i like that i like that all right tj what do you think sam what would you say yeah to someone? same because like they see employers especially see everything yeah potential employers and they do check i promise mm -hmm. you they do check yeah, your and social if you're media. trying if you're trying to get like a a good job you're gonna have a lot of competition for it so yeah. they're gonna pick the best person yeah and so. that means for all and that means for people on social media again stop it 
get some help. Um, I can speak about personal experiences. Uh, I got a job over the summer, uh, a lifeguarding job, and I filled out my application. I talked to who was going to be my boss. And actually, not too long after that, they followed me on Facebook and okay. was checking through my stuff. So I feel like if you have anything that you wouldn't want someone to see, like, um, you know, your grandma, your boss, or whatever, don't be posting it. Like, oh, um, even bad words, you know, they're, you might think it's funny. It might be funny. The context might be funny, but, like, I wouldn't be posting it because, you know, people look at that stuff. I'm sure, yeah. You also got to pay attention to, like, where it comes from. Like, the post itself might not say anything bad, but if, like, their little username or whatever it is, uh-oh, you know? I think, I think maybe a, a good rule of thumb, that, that's a really good point. I think a real, a real good thumb, uh, a real good rule of thumb is to look at your Facebook profile or your Twitter profile and all that as an actual resume. Mm -hmm. If you if you That's if you true. if you look at it like that and understand that you know that might be the only thing someone gets to know about you in in a five minute time period, you're going to want them to know the best possible things and not mm -hmm. you know your most hot biggest hot take or your most derogatory opinion. Yes, yeah. definitely. Like it can be a scrapbook, but don't make it a scrapbook of bad things. You know, cool. it's because you got to think. Um, those profiles for someone who doesn't know you, your social media profiles are like a representation of who you are. They yeah. look on them and they can they're trying to find your personality, who you really are, maybe not who as who you came in all cleaned up as for your job or for your um, when you're trying to get that job when you came in and saw them, you were all cleaned up. This is them getting a look at who you actually are. Yeah. So you're gonna wanna, of course, present yourself in the most, the best way possible. Be, be positive. Be, be the, be the light in people's darkness. Don't, don't be, don't be who people think you are. That'll do it for this episode of the Student Pack Podcast. We hope you took something helpful away from today's episode. Social media can be a very tricky thing to navigate, no matter how old you are. But by simply stopping and thinking before you post, you can avoid harming someone else and yourself. Thank you all for spending this time with us today. To learn more about the Student Pack, visit jointhefamily.info. If you'd like to support us, pick up a wristband online today. Those wristbands help the students' voices to be heard and keep it going well into the future. I'm Mike Browning, and I ask you to always remember that there's another side to each story.